Whenever you are down or feeling any blue, come on in and join me and Lucas too. Listeners, episode 41. I have to admit, it's a silly one. It's very silly. Uh, we're talking about some funny things. It's just your weekly reminder. Um, tell a friend. We're trying to grow this show. 41 episodes in. We want it bigger. We want more people listening. And if you could help us achieve that, then, well, there's a special place in our hearts for you. Tell a friend. Leave a review. And if you'd like to support us further, visit our Patreon for exclusive content, patreon.com forward slash pottervision. And for information about our tour dates, we're on tour, visit pottervision.com and all the information's there. Anyway, here is episode 41. Welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every week, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man next to me laughing, Tom Lawrenson, we, he's punching a wall now, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books and talk about them for goodness sake. This week, we're on episode 41, we're on Prisoner of Azkaban, chapter 6, Talons and Tea Leaves, Tom... How are you? How do I look? You look as well as ever, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, How do you feel that way? <laughs> I feel like I've been run through the mud. Oh! <laughs> I'm alright. I'm, uh, I'm as fit as can be, but um, the thing we can't uh, go too long without talking about is... Uh, you've not been well, sir, have you? I've not been well. I've had the dreaded coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, caught it off somebody in school and uh, I was very ill with it. Somebody? Man? Woman? Child? One of those three. <laughs> One of those three. Do you know three. which? Um, I have a strong suspicion and uh, they agree that it might have been them because we were in a meeting together adult. in an office. Yeah, an adult. And they... Uh, they got it about three days before I they did. They were coughing and sputtering. What can I say? I was in the area that they were in. Mm. So, uh, and it's been horrible. I've had everything. I lost my taste for a day. Mm. I've still not got my smell back. Mm. I've had headaches, fever. Me duele, me duele mi cabeza. Exactly. <laughs> it's been horrible. And uh, so much so, all this coughing, that I was like coughing up blood and stuff. And I even, I went to hospital because uh, for tests because I was coughing up blood. Oh my God. So I ring 111. They go, hello. I said, I've got COVID. I've got these symptoms. And I found a lot of blood in me, phlegm, and I'm coughing up blood. They go, right, we've booked you in at half past two at the A&E. Turn up. Happy days, right? So I turn up to A&E. She goes, what's your name? What's your date of birth? What's the first line of your address? She goes, oh, yeah, I've got you here, appointment at half two. Have you got any symptoms of COVID-19? I said, listen, I've got COVID-19. She goes, get out! (laughs) She 
goes, get outside, right? And I've never felt so embarrassed, right? I'm walking out, I can hear people whispering, he's got COVID, he's got COVID, like this. And I had to do all my waiting outside. And overall, I was in hospital for six hours and I had to stand outside waiting <laughs> because, they, because they wouldn't let me in. Six hours stood outside? Yeah, and in between, so I'd come in, get my blood pressure taken, then I'd go outside for another two hours, then come back in for a blood test, Ooh, then I'll see the doctor. Nightmare. Like a little leper, aren't you? It, honestly, I've never felt so ashamed. And what did the test say? <coughs> Everything's all right. Yeah, my oxygen's fine. And I'm, I've got a, uh, um, a, what do you call it, a chest x-ray next Tuesday, just to make sure everything's tickety-boo with that. Mm. Yeah, not good. My heart goes out to you. Oh, I had, uh, I've had one vaccine as well, so I, I tried to think what it had been like without it. Because <clears throat> I gave it to my mum and dad. Did you as well? Yeah, and they were a little bit poorly, but they've had both vaccines, so they didn't have it as bad as uh, as bad as I did. Safe to say, you're quite the super spreader, aren't you? Oh, call me margarine, because I can spread, baby. I can spread. So, call it me then. Margarine. Thank you. What? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fair dues. How have you been? I've been all right. Mm-hmm. I've uh, been missing you. Oh, I've been thinking of you. Have you? I offered to take you shopping, didn't I? Did you? I was on the phone to you. I said, do you need any shopping brought to you? And you said... No. Because? I'd ordered it online. And i say what, listeners. I've never been so happy in my entire life. Oh. It's brilliant when you offer something and somebody doesn't take you up on it. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. I was jumping for joy. I ran into the street. A yeah. car screeched to a stop. <laughs> Eek! I was a deer in the headlights. I was staring at the driver. Yeah. He's going, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I was just like, uh, uh, uh. I didn't know what to say. Oof. He goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? My overalls fell down. No. I'm in my bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> He's embarrassed me. Gets out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts pulling them up. Yeah. And I start screaming because a stranger's touching oh, me. Yeah. Right? He gets back in his car. Um, <laughs> I walk back in the house with yeah. my overalls around my ankles. Mm. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but isn't it wonderful? You know when you go, uh, I'm just going to the bar. Would anybody like a drink? No, no, we're all right. I've got an amazing little trick that I do. Go on. At work, yeah, and they've got a lot of files on the ground floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands, tens mm. of maybe hundreds of thousands of files, and um, a lot of the time people need files. So someone will say, uh, "Don't really need any files. I'm going down," mm. and then a handful of people will say yes and give them a list of files. Mm-hmm. As I'm get, if I'm ever going down, because yeah. I don't want to get anyone else files. I'm standing up, walking to the door, and as soon as I'm at the door, I go, I don't need any files, no, all right then, bye. <laughs> Have people gotten on to this? Well, the thing is, they know exactly what I'm doing, Yeah. but what I'm doing is giving them a bit of a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't be that mad at me, can you? <laughs> then you just say, he's a one, him, isn't he? He's a one. Out of ten, he's a one. Wouldn't shag him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, I think if you're cheeky... <coughs> If you're cheeky, you can get away with anything. You really can. Like with a little wink or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you a lift, am I? <laughs> wink. 
It's funny, him. I know. Now I'm going to have to walk in the rain. As long as you t- let people down um, really positively, yeah. you can do anything. <laughs> and I think people appreciate like you being upfront about stuff as well. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do that for anybody. All right, see you next week. Hey, we're both going to that same location at the same time. Can I have a lift? <laughs> you bloody wish. Get out of it, you rascal. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> You're hey, so charming. Hey, can I have that money uh, you owe me back? Uh, no. That's not that friendly. <laughs> 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 right, a smile on my face. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> have you been busy? Well, I know you've been busy because you've been camping, haven't you? Went camping. Mm. Me and a gaggle of pals into the hills. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, packed. Yeah. Um, Organised. Pitched a tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about it. Camping's pretty boring. <laughs> mm. But I, uh, I made a video while I was out camping. Oh, yeah. I, uh, me pretending to be a mean dad camping. Oh. And I released it onto the internet. And it has taken TikTok by storm. Mm. Millions of views, haven't you? People, they really... I don't know whether they like it or what. It may be car crash telly, because they can't look away. Mm. And they've enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah. Very weird. You are doing very well on TikTok. Oh, I'm doing all right. You've got tens of thousands of followers. Mm. And uh, you advertise the podcast on there. And so far, it's translated into one five-star review. And stick around for the end of the show when you'll be hearing that read out. (laughs) So, uh, I do feel a bit guilty riding on the back of your success with this podcast. That that one new... (laughs) That one new five-star review got us to the big 46. (laughs) What else have I been up to? Not much else. I watched the football match. I did, actually. I watched the second half. This is the first football match I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Because I thought, like, something very monumental. Yes. First time England's got to a final of something in... Since that famous World Cup in 1966. Over 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to say how amazing that is. They came second. Yeah. Out of how many teams? Loads. At least... Eight. Well done, boys. I can't just say, shame on you Italians. Yeah. You evil people. <laughs> Why? You not look at their faces throughout the match. Evil. They have evil written all over well, their faces. That's just the way their face is shaped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't be blaming me for that. I'm excusing them. You hear that, listeners? Lucas Kirkby, right from his hospital bed, his first <laughs> words back into action are, Italians have evil faces. That's not as bad as you saying Italians are evil. <laughs> the, well, think about... No, I don't matter. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I'm about ready for a chapter rundown. Oh, Tom. Well, I had my oxygen machine. So I was trying to get something in your pocket. Did you do it? No, I went down there. Oh. Get him in an iron lung. <laughs> yeah, they got me in an iron lung while I had 50. The nurses performing CPR on my buttocks. That's <laughs> like something I'd say. I, know. <laughs> I was wishing and praying that I was here doing a chapter rundown with you. CPR on my buttocks. Can I have that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once the podcast finished, I'll give it to you. <laughs> 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 oh, 
he's lost his uh, sense of smell, but not his sense of humour, eh? Can't take that away from me, Covid! Ooh. Chapter 6, Talons and Tea Leaves. Malfoy's winding Harry up with his impression of him fainting, and they decide that they're going to divination at nine o'clock. A night for about three pages helps them to get there. They go up this uh, trapdoor and they end up in this, uh, it's like a weird little room with uh, like chairs and lamps and it's very much like an old, uh, an old person's room. <laughs> now, Tr Professor Trelawney is predicting all these things and they're all looking in the tea leaves and she goes, Oh, Harry, you've got the grim in your cup. That means death. Dun, dun, dun. They then go to Transfiguration. McGonagall says, that's a load of rubbish. She predicts somebody's death every year. It's never come true. And then they're very excited for Hagrid's first lesson as care of magical creatures teacher. Mm. And he's got a good one planned. He's got 12 hippogriffs. And he gets Harry up first. He does a bow. The hippogriff does a bow. Harry ends up flying this hippogriff round. Next minute, they're all having a go. Malfoy, disrespectful. He goes to this hippogriff, you're an ugly brute. And the hippogriff attacks Malfoy, injuring him. And Hagrid's in trouble. The governors are going to know about it. He's worried about being sacked. And the three of them marry Ron and Hermione. They go to Hagrid's hut and they go, Hagrid, you're pissed. You won't be sacked, don't worry. And then Hagrid gets annoyed at Harry for leaving the castle in the dark. And that was the end of Talons and Tea Leaves. <clears throat> what a what chapter. What a chapter. What's a chapter? The chapter starts off. Yeah. Great Hall. Yeah. Harry's walking in. Right? Malfoy is back on form. Oh. A, a, a gaggle of uh, Slytherins. He's yeah. making them all laugh. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm like, wow, he's got it back. I thought all was lost for Malfoy and he wasn't funny anymore. Yeah, they're all laughing. Mm -hmm. But then I hear... Well, I read what they're laughing at. He's doing the impression of a swooning fit to mm -hmm. make his pals laugh. Yeah. Not for me. No. You're not, you're not having that. I'm not having that. That was an involuntary thing that happened to Harry. You don't make fun of people for what they are. You make fun of people for what they purposely do. Exactly. You make fun of people over what they have control over. Mm. The jumpers they wear. <laughs> the people they marry. <laughs> jobs they have your wife <laughs> your wife i can't believe you married such a wife <laughs> uh you know in this chapter they leave no stone unturned mm. i've been praying for a chapter that includes every meal time they have during the day <laughs> and this chapter delivers we get breakfast we get lunch and we get dinner i'm a happy man i'm, g I'm gonna give you a spoiler here i'm gonna give this five stars just for that later Mental. Look forward to that. Let's see if he holds that up. <laughs> I predict a twist. Oh, I forgot I've said it. Now, Malfoy is making fun of uh, Harry. Yeah, right? yeah. And he's, you know, he's doing that swooning fit. Yeah. Right? Harry looks back again. He's doing it a second time. Yeah. And the Slytherins are still laughing. Right. Shame on these Slytherins for laughing along. Yeah. Are they so perfect? Mm -hmm. If I was there... They are lucky that Harry is so mild-mannered sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was there, I'd speak up. Oh, yeah. You'd, yeah. You'd I'd say something. Involved. I'd be like, what are you doing? Making fun of me? Mm -hmm. You're not scared of ghosts, are you not? You're not scared of evil? 
And you, what's she called, Pansy Parkinson? She suddenly turned into a recurring guest star. I know, I know, I know I've gone back on my word for saying you don't make fun of people yeah. for what they, uh, you know, are. Yeah. But you got a face like a pug pansy. <laughs> pansy pug face. Yeah. For me, this reminded me of the fact that the house system definitely encourages gang culture. Mm. The idea that you're a Slytherin, you don't hang around with the others, everyone else is rubbish apart from your house. Mm. And I think it's a bit dangerous, really, to, to put so much emphasis on the houses that it does encourage these groups that don't really mix very much. Yeah. Very much. There's no reason that they shouldn't be mixing. No, exactly. <coughs> yeah. But they tell him, that Fred and George, they say, look, Harry, don't be worrying, Malfoy nearly wet himself when the Dementors came round to his end of the carriage. And then they tell us that uh, Arthur Weasley had to go to Azkaban for work. Why is the person in charge of Muggle artefacts going on a secondment to Wizard Prison? (laughs) This is the recurring thing of the Ministry of Magic, just sending people wherever they want... They've had everybody in the ministry looking for Sirius Black, this mass murderer. Right, Arthur Weasley, put that rubber duck down, you're going to prison. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, it needs you to pick some up. They keep sending people. Have you ever been in a job where they give you a duty that isn't part of your role? Oh, yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? Why am I cleaning the toilet? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a PE teacher. Yeah. Or like, do you know what I mean? I've never been a PE teacher, but like, where you go, no, I'm not having that. Oh, that yeah. is not part of my job description. Well, I was a pot wash in a cafe. Yeah. And uh, once a day they'd send me to the bank <laughs> with all the money. They go, right, go and deposit this with you. I'm like, bloody hell, let me get my rubber gloves off. <laughs> Put my suit on, I'm going to the bank. <laughs> but it's made me think, you know, like the other chapter, yeah. I was saying about how. Um, they had, you know, like you got to look at yourself. They would they had uh, drivers driving the Weasley oh, families yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely not drivers. That's not their role, is it? They're definitely yeah. in some other like uh, department, and they've yeah. gone right, <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you two. finance <laughs> getting that Rolls Royce. The Weasleys need to get to the station. Can they not operate? Yes, but no. <laughs> Why isn't Mister Weasley driving? He has to go there. He works for the ministry. No, no. We don't you. trust him anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> They're very excited already. Gryffindor versus Slytherin, the first game of the season. I'm dreading it already. Not looking forward to that chapter. I wish it was... I am as well. I wish it was like... <coughs> Hufflepuff versus Ravenclaw. And I wish they were talking about that. Because at least we'd learn some new characters. Do you know what I mean? Oh, who's that? We've not met them before. It'd be a bit more exciting. Oh, no. Rather not... than bloody Rocky versus Apollo. Who do we know in Hufflepuff? Ernie, what's his face? Ernie McMillan. Diamond Head. Yeah, Justin Finch <laughs> Fletchley. Hannah Abbott. But we don't hang out with them, do we? No, no. I want to know more about Terry Boots in Ravenclaw. What's his story? Boot by name, boot by nature, Terry. Yup. <laughs> Laced up. Laced up. <laughs> I want to ask about... I don't know if we should discuss this later, but Hermione 
is attending all these lessons. Can we say this? Yeah. Because she's using... The rememberal. A rememberal, so that she remembers <laughs> what she's forgotten. And she's got the time turner, she's hasn't she? has got the time turner, hasn't she? Which... Listeners, if you don't know about this, Hermione's been gifted with a device by Bumbleball. Um, he's given her a piece which she can rewind time so she can go to multiple events during yeah. the day. Had me thinking, by the end of the year, Hermione Granger will be a bit older than everyone else. 100%. <laughs> this was my thinking. Because today, in this chapter, she has three lessons at the same time yeah. that are all like an hour or whatever. Yeah. So it's going to take her three hours to do one hour's lesson. She's got to catch up with sleep. And the homework as well. Homework as well. <laughs> like, I think people are going to get suspicious. Like, going to turn around and go like, bloody hell, Hermione had a bob last week. It's <laughs> down a bloody back this week. Have you seen Hermione? She's got double D's. <laughs> Before we get to that, <laughs> so Harry <coughs> is still embarrassed about yeah. fainting on the train. Oh, yeah. Malfoy's making fun of him for fainting on the train, right? Mm. And uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, they were talking, he's talking to the Weasleys, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah, Weasleys yeah. didn't faint, but they said they felt sad as well. Yes. Makes your inside, they freeze your insides. Mm. They talk about the Dementors, about Dad going Ooh. to Azkaban. Yeah. yeah. And they sucked all the life out of you. I tell you what, if a Dementor got older than me, he'd have a feast. Oh, yeah. Because they feed on happiness. Yeah. They? And I have to say, I'm a very happy man. I'd have, t- I'd have a circle of them. Yeah. Sucking at me for hours. Honestly, the- <laughs> you should be a yellow circle in a Roger Hargreaves book. Because you are Mr. Happy. They're not. They're gonna get full before I get sad. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> but do they need to do that to survive? Suck away, boys. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to prison before, haven't you? <laughs> they're a bit worried about. Uh, well, Hagrid walks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging a dead polecat. We're eating lunch, breakfast here, pal. <laughs> You know, I don't care. Y'all ready for this afternoon's lesson? Me, a teacher, honestly. We're as surprised as you. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm st- I'm not in agreement with this decision. I like Hagrid. Uh, should he even be gamekeeper? Never mind teacher. Mm-hmm. But his selective empathy for animals is, like, ridiculous. He'll be there crying over Buckbeak's execution in a few mm-hmm. chapters' time. He's coming in. He's not just got a dead polecat. He's swinging it round. <laughs> Using it as a feather boa. <laughs> but what I've got, why are you bringing that in the Great Hall? That should either be sent to the kitchen or kept outside. Why are you bringing that into the dining Shock area? Shock value, he loves it. Do you think so? He loves the attention. <laughs> if we're coming in next week with like a dead... Bloody reindeer on his back. Mm, 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 mm. Before they leave, oh, yeah. Malfoy does one last um, fainting fit. Oh, yeah. Hats off to you, pal. Rule of three, repetition, funny. He's been on a comedy he, course. He's committing. He's committing. He's yeah. winning me back. He's winning me back. Now, they are struggling to find the divination room in the North oh. Tower. Can I tell you something, please? I'm all ears. 
was on some online training, right? About mental health first aid, right? What to do when you see somebody in distress. And we did it last Tuesday and this Tuesday. Right, there's a woman in here, a fully grown woman. She must have been about 60. And her pronunciation of every other word was fine. But she couldn't say the word struggled. <laughs> and she'd say struggled with a D. Struggled. Because we're struggling with that. And she was on about mental health, so it was very serious. But I, I was having to try not to laugh because she kept saying struggled, struggling. Do you know this woman? No, no, she's from a different school. It's horrible when you get lumped together with, like, <laughs> strangers for a course. Oh, yeah. I had to do speed awareness. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about, you know, not going through on red, not speeding that. Yeah. And some scouser goes, <laughs> just like, well, I'll come, I'll come the other day then. There was a police van and it went through on red with its sirens on and then it turned them off as soon as it got through. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no, they're not, well... They're not meant to do that. But it happened! What what logic is that? But I saw somebody do a murder. That doesn't mean you can do one. Why? <laughs> Why don't the government just admit they got it wrong? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> It's from Marion Ball. Yeah, they do a they do a question time parody. I was literally just about to say you that should be a new character for you. <laughs> Why don't the government just admit they've got it wrong? <laughs> it's just it's basically people doing like nonsense questions mm. in questions and people just clapping. So it's like, is the bank is a bonus, the bank's a bonus. And secondly, the bank is a bonus in the bonuses? And then everyone claps. <laughs> There's this gasper in a cardigan. Why don't the government <laughs> just admit they got it wrong? <laughs> anyway, what's happening today? I don't know. So they get up to the um, the uh, divination room. Oh, but how would they find it without the help of Sir Cadogan? It would have been good. So um, if you've not read the book, guys. Um, they're trying to find the classroom. A portrait starts talking to them, a knight, mm-hmm. and it leads the way, running through the other portraits till they finally get there. Yes. Great bit of, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a side thing, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit of story. I wish they'd kept that in the film. That would have been quite nice to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, for all... It is completely pointless. Bit of a burpy bitch to tell, too. I'm so sorry. It's because I'm having this uh, what the Fanta, where you have to guess what the Fanta is. What is it? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's have a taste. Great, more burps coming your way, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Tastes a bit like bubblegum. I wish you, I wish you still had COVID. <laughs> Um, yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, it's fun, isn't it? Even though it's a complete waste of time, this mm. whole segment that they dedicate to this knight that starts off wanting to have a fight with them, then he decides to help them on their quest to divination. Uh, but it's fun. I like the character. Mm. And I like characters that bring out words that you wouldn't normally hear. 
Heck yes. Because I think he was like quite like a Shakespearean type character. He was like, oh, mm. you braggart, you rogue. Why? Well, well, I was thinking though. Mm. You see, in portraits, different artists will have a different art style. Yes. So, when they run into a different portrait, will they keep their own art style or will it be adapted into this new? Oh, I like that. Because, like, the shading will be different, you know, all these different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you look at portraits of, like, I don't know, figures from time gone by. Yeah. They don't look like real people that much. Do you think, if I saw somebody look like that, I'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, but they definitely didn't look like that. It's just that the way the artist has drawn them. Well, yes. Like, I assume... <laughs> The paintings in Hogwarts, they're like photos, really, aren't they? Mm. Because they're real people in the paintings. But that'd be interesting, somebody running through a Picasso and suddenly having, like, a mm. weird face with all the bits in the wrong place. Ooh, I like that phrase. A weird face with all the bits in the wrong place. Oof. Conjures up an image in your mind, doesn't it? <laughs> Thought-provoking. They fall through a trapdoor. <laughs> well, do, they, do they climb down the trapdoor? <laughs> they climb up. They climb up. To the attic. To an attic. Yes. A room decorated. Yeah. With a chintz armchairs. Yeah. Professor Trelawney. Love it. I, when I read the word, I don't bother saying it in my head. Yeah. I just say professor and then I see the name of the word. Yeah. Because the word I've never seen before. I'm right back at it as I was when I read Hermione as a boy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know that word. Trelawney. Trelawney. So it's a mm. weird word, isn't it? Mm. A lot. Takes you on a journey. But I think uh, I like this setting. I think this would be a class that I would be good at. Yes. Tea. And it's all about having a good vibe. Yeah. Vibing things out. I'm yeah. very good at reading people. Is this guy a criminal? Is he a crook? Yeah. When I first met you, I was like, this is a good guy. Mm. Talented. Mm. He's going to go far. I like the idea of it as well. And it's, it seems to Are me you like... a good judge of character? I think so. Yeah. Um, I thought I was. I now have doubt because I've employed a lot of terrible tradesmen. And terrible flyers. Uh, yes, that's true, that's true. Um, they are going like hot cakes. They are going like cakes, hot ones. Yeah, we employed Donald Trump as a flyer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I think... Because there's a, there's a lot... There were a couple of people who worked on the house who I trusted and then it turns out they were... They'd lie about things. I trusted you! And maybe steal things. I trusted you! You were my friend! <laughs> you saying that to a damp man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the idea of... This seems to me like a module that would be easy to pass. Or a module where... I don't know, I might, I might be saying the wrong thing here, but you know like modules where... Like, for instance, art... You don't have to be the most amazing artist. You just have to kind of know mm. what, how to sell what you've drawn, I suppose. Yeah. And explain it away. I feel like this, you could get away with telling any... Or, you know, like with English, as long as you're, you can say it well, you can have any old opinion about, mm. <laughs> about a text. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can make your own mind up, can't you? He's not wrong. I feel like with this, you can make any predictions and as long as you could justify them. Don't belittle my favourite subject. What, English? Not this. Harry Potter. Oh, divination. Divination. That would be my top subject. Yeah. Just going up, having a cup of tea, and just chatting. Just ch you can't learn this in books. Yes, please. Perfect. It's going to be an easy pass, isn't it? I think Professor Trelawney, very funny. Yeah. 
very funny person. She knows she's being funny as well. Oh, yeah. She's charismatic, walking around. Neville, you're going to break something. Uh, your nana's ill. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a nana. Hey, <laughs> you, watch out for ginger pervs. <laughs> Ron. Hmm? Ron? How does she know about me? I thought maybe, as a fun exercise, Yeah. we could read each other's palms. I've written it down. The but, same thing? Yeah, I said, it says here somewhere, read Tom's palm. I've wrote the same thing. I actually once uh, bought a book on palmistry. You little palmy boy. <laughs> when I was you, about ten. You, what a curious ten-year-old boy. I, Such curiosity. Where did you find it? I, I found it in the library, actually. I didn't buy it, I borrowed it. Creeping through the library, nosing through the books. Yeah. He finds one. Palmistry. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to know someone's future. The art of seduction. <laughs> I'm a ten-year-old boy. Yeah. Whipped out my library card. You what? <laughs> I said, I won't be having to pay you 20p a day, my love, because I'm going to be reading this at the double. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it told you which line means what and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one is like uh, relationships. Yeah. And one is career and one's uh, so-and-so. Okay, then. So, would you like to go first? <clears throat> yes, I would. Let's have a look. Oh, that's interesting. What? What? What is it? Alright, well, you see this line here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this tells you how many kids you'll have. Alright. And because it's quite long, mm -hmm. that means your kids will be tall. <laughs> okay. Alright. And the next one here, mm -hmm. that's your career. Okay. And you'll notice that that stops in the middle of your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not good, is it? <laughs> and then this line here, yeah. well, that's your hobbies. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, you are interested at the minute in palmistry. <laughs> that's what that line means. Very good. Yeah. Would you like yours, palm red? Yes, please. Hold her up, boy. Oh, boy. I'm seeing a lot of things here. Oh. You're, uh, you're going to go out and get lost at sea. A little raft, yeah. and you're going to float to a deserted island. Mm. You're going to get kidnapped by a gang of orangutan. <laughs> They're going to hoist you away, tie you through your, by your ankles and your wrists yeah. on a stick of bamboo mm -hmm. and carry you through the jungle. They're going to take you to their orangutan leader and he's going to dress you like a slave <laughs> yeah. and he's going to whip you mm. and he's going to keep you as his friend... His personal friend. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. What do you think of that? And that's that line there, is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm crossing your palm with silver. I think that was a very good reading. <clears throat> do you believe in horoscopes, anything like that? No, but whenever I read a horoscope, I'm like, that is so me. <laughs> no matter which one it is. Well, there was that crazy uh, Darren Brown experiment where uh, he had about 12 people in a room. And he goes, right, I've written you all a letter. He goes, uh, here's your letter. He gave everybody their letter. He goes, have a read of that. And then they're all sat reading it. And uh, some of them are weeping. Mm. They're like, oh, it's so deeply personal to me. Mm. How does he know all these things about me? I can't believe it. 
And then they compare the letters, and everybody has the same letter. And the way it was written convinced people, like horoscopes do, mm. they convince you that you it's individual to you. Hey. I've got a job. It's talking about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got lost at sea. It's me. <laughs> I got kidnapped by orangutans. It's me. Is it happened to you as well? Yeah. Why don't Tango use orangutans as their mascot? Because they're idiots. Because <laughs> they've missed a bloody trick. And that's why they will always lose out to Fanta. Harry, in his tea leaves, something bad. Oh, yeah. Is it a dog? Is it a donkey? Yeah. Professor Trelawney seems to think it's the Grim. <gasps> Big dog that stalks people. Yeah. If you catch eyes with it, you're going to die. Yeah. Hermione, I love this. I love Hermione's attitude. Hermione looks over Professor Trelawney's shoulder and she goes, she criticises whatever she says. She's yeah. Like, it doesn't look like a Grim to me. Great way to be with a teacher. You need a bad apple in a class. And Hermione's taking up that role. I can't believe it. Like, even if she disagrees with the subject, mm. I can't believe she's behaving like this mm. in front of a teacher. And you can't even blame her for being tired mm. because this is her first lesson because she went straight from the Great Hall with them mm. to divination. Mm. So I can't believe she's... I just can't believe she's got this attitude. And Harry as well, he never lets us down. Harry's first impression of Professor Trelawney, she looks like a large, glittery insect. Mm. Ladies, <laughs> is there any better compliment than being likened to an insect? Oh, baby, you look like a large, glittery insect. <laughs> oh, tell me more, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> but... I Actually, if it works, divination, and I don't, I don't know actually what the deal is with this. We'll see as we go whether in the books they imply that it works or there's some truth in it. She did predict that Neville would break a cup. Mm. But um, if it does work, it is a massively powerful piece of magic to be able to tell the future. Like, I'm surprised Voldemort doesn't make use of seers mm. to help him. Do you know what I mean? Everyone is criticising this topic. Yeah. Yeah. And it winds me up when wizards criticise things like this. Like, yeah. they roll their eyes at them when they believe in things like oracles. Yeah. And stuff like... Not or, um, when they believe in... What do they believe in? Well, yeah, um, they'll... T- you know, uh, in one pro- they believe in prophecies, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. You believe in prophecies. Yeah. What has any different to believing in someone reading the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that divination is a load of rubbish. As if you can believe the future by looking at a load of tea leaves. Anyway, have a look in this mirror. Shows you what you want. (laughs) How can you believe in that and not divination? Yeah, exactly. Why can't divination exist? But I can understand it, though, because Professor Trelawney is going for low-hanging fruit with Neville because... Yeah. The predictions. It's like, yeah, of course. You know, Neville, you're going to break something today. You break something every day. Yeah. You're going to be late next week. Late today. <laughs> Honestly, she might as well turn round and predict everybody. Hermione, you will put your hand up more than everybody else in Transfiguration. Ron, you will wish a violent death on somebody you slightly dislike. 
And Harry, am I right in thinking you've already compared me in your mind to an insect? <laughs> you're right, Professor, you're right. <laughs> oh, How did we know? <laughs> what other predictions could you make about Neville? Neville, you're going to wet the bed, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got to, God love him. Neville, you're going to get toothpaste down your top. <laughs> Neville. For the next ten years, you're gonna have your feelings hurt non-stop. <laughs> oh. But ultimately, be the hero of Hogwarts. Hey! But I would say that it is very unethical for Trelawney to predict uh, Neville's grandma's illness and to tell him mm. because if I heard that, you know, if if Neville came back from school. And he said, uh, my professor said uh, you're going to be ill. Yeah. I'd be ringing up saying, what are you doing? <laughs> I've kept that from him. <laughs> so he doesn't worry. <laughs> he has a right to know. Not from you. He needs to know. You are not the person, Professor Trelawney, to tell my grandson that I'm dying. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to go with dying. Did you think? I don't know. He's not up to you to tell my grandson that I've got hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> I believe your grandma has piles. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on with those farmers, Mrs. Longbottom? <laughs> Do you know that's Cotney Rhymes slang for piles? Farmers. Farmer Giles. Piles. Or also Rockford's. Rockford Files. Piles. There you go. Bit of cutting around me slime for you there. Thank you for that. That was delightful. <laughs> I, can I just say, I, yeah. loved, I loved that. Did you? No. Let's have some more. Quick fire round. China plates. Mate. Uh, dog and bone. And throne. Oh no, phone. Phone, keep going. Um, whistling flutes. Uh, do doot No, suits. Okay. Tilbury docks. Put some Tilbury's Clocks. on. No, no. Oh, we've got a pair of Tilbury's for me. A pair of Tilbury's. Ah. Cocks. <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang. I love Trelawney, personally. She's a bit sarcastic. Trelawney. I once had a professor called Trelawney. Trelawney. I'm surprised that you have such an obsession with West Side Story. Is that, is, that, preoccupation. is that from West Side Story? That is from West Side what Story. What else do I do? You will talk about da-da-da-da-da America. <laughs> and I'm sure you've referenced uh, Officer Krupke yeah. before now. Can I tell you something? Ne- never seen it. Have you never seen it? <laughs> never seen it. I saw it once. It's just very long, is West Side Story. But uh, a lot of classics. I'm so pretty. Really? I'm so pretty. i got to see this film. It's all right, it's just very long. It's basically Romeo and Juliet, but set in, like, 1930s America, I think. America. But I love Trelawney, and I think I think what I really like about her is she's got a different energy to any yeah. other character. She's sexy. <laughs> yes. You think she's sexy, don't you? Yes. Wear emerald dangly earrings. Dangle. Dangle in my brew. <laughs> oh, I, I know why you don't like divination. Why? You don't like tea. 
Yeah, that's it. It's fact. Yeah, you'd have to drink a whole cup of tea every time. <laughs> you you pouring Pepsi in your cup? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> there's a lot of caffeine in your future. Says here, you're gonna get filled with aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, it's the fact that you have to drink it. You can't just drain it out. You have to drink it every time mm. for it to work. Oh, give me a palm anytime. <laughs> hey, give me a nappy because. Caffeine is a diuretic. What does diuretic mean? Means uh, makes you wee. Oh, that's a new is it word di- for me. Diuretic, diuretic. Don't know. Listeners, write in. Write in because we ain't googling between now and publishing dates. I only remember that because um, in high school, uh, in year like eleven or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we we talk. I think it's something about drugs or something. Yeah. Releasing an anti-diuretic or an anti-diuretic, and she goes. And the teacher would go, that is your anti-weeing hormone. Like that. That's what she said. Mm. I think it's fascinating having a, a teacher with a southern accent at school when, you, when you're when you in school, not in the south. <laughs> so our English teacher, she was Welsh, but she lived in London when she from when she was three up till like adulthood, I think. Mm. You know, and everyone else in the school, Sharakamag, uh, Sharakamag, you know, Welsh accent, they talk like that through the nose and the North Wales. And then you'd come into English, you'd be like, all right, we won't get your books out. <laughs> yeah, we're going to read a newspaper article now, and my old man used to say the only thing you should believe in a newspaper is the dice on the front. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah, she said that. She'd say it every time we'd do like a newspaper article. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be just weird hearing that that voice in school. <laughs> I don't think you should believe in a newspaper. Is a date on the front? <laughs> what about sport? Yeah, sport results too. You believe that? <laughs> <laughs> what about the classifiers? Yeah, you believe them? Call them up. Yeah. Obituaries? Yeah, yeah, you believe them? <laughs> just not the other stuff. Yeah. Advertisements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is it you can't believe? Uh, the articles. The articles. <laughs> Say that then. <laughs> Be specific. And that Cause brings us... Because it's not just the date, is it, Professor? <laughs> Professor. <laughs> Professor. So they go to um, Hagrid's class. Oh, before they do... Ooh. They break McGonagall's heart. Oh. The bitch she looks forward to every year. Show, oh. Showing off. Yeah. My first lesson with the third years. It's my favourite lesson. I transform into a cat in front of them. Mm. They always go wild. They go crazy. Hey, they love it. They love their routine. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all worried about Harry... Getting this grim predicted, he's going to die. And she does this transfiguration and she doesn't even get a ripple. Mm. Yeah, it's quite, quite sad, that. And then McGonagall goes off on a high horse <gasps> about um, not liking divination, nor Madame Trelawney. Couldn't I, believe this. I will very rarely, or I will never disparage my colleagues, but Professor Trelawney is a mad bitch. <laughs> believe McGonagall was saying what she was saying because she seemed I can imagine Snape saying something like that mm. oh, if you believe the claptrap she comes up with blah blah I can imagine him saying that 
But McGonagall is supposed to be professional. Mm. Even if she does believe it's a load of rubbish, she shouldn't be saying it to a group of kids. Mm. Like she's completely going against a whole subject that's taught at the school she works at. Mm-hmm. Very, very, um, very unprofessional for a teacher to ever yeah. comment on another teacher's work to the students. Imagine if, if she turned around and said, Ooh, I can't believe they've got Hagrid teaching care of magical creatures. He can't even take care of himself. There would be absolute outrage. Imagine if I worked at the same school as you. Yeah. I'd go, that Lucas. He you, does he? <sighs> yeah. He, he can't even write a song about a chode. The kids would be like, don't even bother watching that vid of his about the chode. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. But yeah, I can't believe that. And uh, But in the Great Hall for the, our second visit to the Great mm. Hall of Three, mm. <coughs> Ron is very concerned about Harry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're seeing a bit of a different Ron this year. Maturing. Definitely. Mature cheddar. Yes. A bit more... Cathedral City. He's maturing. He's currently, I would say, maybe a three out of five. Okay. On the five rating that... Uh, Not mature enough for me. No, no. You've got to have it at five. On those sliced cheeses you get at the supermarket. It's got to be five out of five. I'm not going for rich and creamy. I want to taste it. Yeah. I want to taste it. I don't want to feel like I'm in a McDonald's burger. Mm. I want a potent, smelly cheese. <laughs> In my mouth. <laughs> they go off. Do you want to talk more about the Great Hall? They go off to Hagrid. <laughs> they go off to Hagrid's lesson. Yeah. And um, Hagrid says, all right, everyone, whip out your books. And then someone's like, how do we open them? And he's like, you don't know how to open them. And he's like, everyone's like, no. He's like, give him a stroke, of course. Draco, back on form. He's back. He's back. He's got it. He's back again. <laughs> oh, how silly we've all been. <laughs> oh, you meant to you meant to stroke a book that's trying to kill you. Great. <laughs> he's back. He was I reckon he's been a bit ring rusty over the holidays. Because mm. uh, he hasn't had anybody to, you know, feed off. Mm-mm. But he's back now. But Hagrid, it says Hagrid's crestfallen. That nobody knows how to open the book. Hagrid, I'm sorry, you're a numpty. Mm. Just get a normal book. And he's like, God, he's just so emotionally unstable. Harry feels like he has to carry the lesson Mm. so Hagrid doesn't start crying. Mm. Now, they do the old uh, song and dance with the hippogriffs. Hippogriffs come out. Oh, yeah. Hello, we're the hippogriffs. Yeah. We have wings of an eagle. We have talons. We have... Body of a horse. Body of a horse. Head of an eagle. Mm. Buttocks of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> um, how Ma- Harry approaches. I want to be the first one to touch them, says Harry. Yeah. Goes over. Does a bow. The uh, hippogriff bows back. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Goes for a ride. Mm. Flies about a bit. Not like in the film. Oh, I love that scene in the film. Great scene in the film. Soaring. In this, he's just plopping about. Like <laughs> Around a, the paddock. Like he's on like one of them bulls in a pub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a bucking bronco. Yeah. I've never been on one of them. I want to get on one of them. I think I've been on one of them. 
My dad definitely has, and there's a video somewhere. I don't think, no matter what they're saying, you could get me off. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I want to try it. You think you'd be that determined to stay on? Mm. Oof. Yeah, there's definitely an, an old family video on a camcorder, on a little uh, DV tape yeah. of my dad on a, on a bull, but he's got his glasses off, and I think he's drunk. <laughs> and it's very funny, because he just looks like he's asleep. <laughs> looking bronco, but he does stay on it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're all playing with the hippogriffs. Yeah. I want to touch one. No, me first. Yeah. Malfoy does a bow. The hippogriff bows back. They're friends. Yeah. He starts stroking the hippogriff, saying, and then something turns. We find out that the hippogriffs can speak English. <laughs> yeah. Because he said, you just, you're not bad, are you? You, yeah. you big old brute, you ugly old brute. And it starts thrashing him, trying to kill him. Well, they're very easily offended, hypocrites. You can't offend them. They block you on Twitter at the slightest criticism. Hagrid, oh, you didn't... You, you only told us about the eye contact, pal. You didn't say anything about them speaking fluent English. <laughs> well, you should have known that from your books that you couldn't open. It's mm. he's, he's very ambitious for Hagrid to have these on the first lesson. Mm. Because he says later on, he goes, oh, well, they told me I should have done something like flabberworms or something like that, you know, ease myself. Yes. Maybe you should have done, after after 50 years of not being a teacher. Because where are you going from this? What creature are we going to have next week? Dementors. <laughs> right, whatever you do, don't have a soul next to these, because <laughs> uh, they will suck it out of you. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> what made me laugh was the whole bit about, right, now... Uh, You've got to bow first to the hippogriff, and then they've got to bow back. They've got to give you consent. <laughs> it's all about consent. You ask, you show that you're interested. They accept with the bow, and then you can ride them. If, you, if they say back off, you back off. But he goes through all this. Go on. He goes through all this about consent and going, right, they've got to accept you. And then he goes, right, Harry, up you get. What about Harry's consent? Hagrid picks him up, plops him onto Buckbeak, and slaps Buckbeak's ass. <laughs> Where's the bowing for that happened? And Harry's flying around the paddock. I feel like we're getting double standards in Care for Magical Creatures. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He's right. But then finally, Malfoy gets taken off to the hospital wing. Yeah. And he's faking his illness, apparently. Making it seem like it's worse than it actually is. Malfoy, you've been like, bloody, you've been like, you've been like, like the shape of mountains. You've been up and down. Yeah. I've gone off you. You had me until you started doing this. But and to be fair, the injuries seemed quite bad. Mm. They were all about blood spraying on the floor and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Don't, you know, it's bad enough you don't need to say you're dying. It seems pretty bad already. Maybe we've been genuine. Maybe he thought he was dying. You're very team Malfoy. You always have been. No, it's been you. You've been team <laughs> uh, Malfoy. No, it doesn't sound like me. That sounds like you. Oh, I believe I'm very fair mm. with every character mm. that we've crossed paths with. Mm-hmm. Something made me laugh. Oh, yeah, tell me. Uh, I want to laugh too. I had to listen and think about it for a bit. Yeah. They said, uh, everybody 
started going to the hippogriffs to practice. And then it said, Ron and Hermione were practicing on a chestnut. <laughs> I didn't understand that. <laughs> I, I just carried on reading. I won't leave that. I'm assuming they mean a chestnut-coloured hippogriff. Because you might call right. a horse a chestnut horse. Right. Because of the colour. But in my mind, I just have this image of all the other kids are with the hippogriffs. And then Ron and Hermione are there bowing at an acorn. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, let me ride you, Mr Chestnuts. Hermione, you're too old to be doing this. It's all right for Ron, but you're a year older. <laughs> Am I young enough? Now, they, uh, they're worried about Hagrid. Oh, yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? Worried about him. Do you Sneak. think it's a sackable offence? No. Well, he was... Bit... No, because he did everything right. Well, yeah. no, actually, if he negated to tell Draco Malfoy yeah. that you shouldn't insult them using <laughs> English words. Yeah. Like, and I tell you what, if I was at that class, I'd be just as injured as Draco Malfoy right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I do not hold a very high regard for animals. You don't? I will insult them. No, I don't, no. I don't want to be around them, but, you know, I'm never going to insult them or hurt them. Well, I was very surprised. Actually, no, I do insult them. Like, if your, yeah. your poppy found out I call her ploppy... Yeah, she'd be very upset. She'd be slinging wee at me. Yeah. She'd have a baby and bite its head off like hamsters have a tendency to do. Yeah, yeah, she would, she would. <laughs> but uh, I can't believe the results of the poll. We put a poll out on Instagram that mm. was, would you not touch an animal for the rest of your life? Now, no did win, mm. but yeah, it's got like seven votes. What's crazy about that? Because I thought it was just you. You stole a vote. What? You, 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 you voted with the Pot Vision account. You voted with your account. I'm allowed to vote with my account, but you can vote with your account too. But you also voted with the Pottervision account. Did I? Yeah. So then that's not partial. But let me that's say impartial. something. I don't think I voted from my account as well. I only voted once in that poll. Okay. I couldn't believe there were seven people who would never touch an animal for the rest of their life. Lucy was one of them, and I think you made a vote. Not at all. Oh. I'm not, not at all. Does she not like animals either? And my little sister... No, my little sister voted she could, would never... No, she she can't never touch an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. It surprised me, listeners. It surprised me. Another thing that really made me laugh... But good on the other listeners who voted. Um, they're happy to never touch an animal. You've got a good head on your shoulders. Fair enough. And shame on the other listeners. You dirty, dirty people. <laughs> You dirty. Something really made me laugh. Tell me, I want to laugh. Hagrid is carrying Malfoy yeah, yeah, yeah. to the hospital wing. Hospital. <laughs> and uh, people go, Hagrid should be sacked. The Slytherins are going. Yeah. And then Dean goes, it was Malfoy's fault. And then they say, Crab and Goyle flexed their muscles. <laughs> Macho man. They do this all the time. Every five minutes, they're flexing their muscles. They're treating Hogwarts like a Mr. Universe competition. I'm expecting the next time Crab and Goyle are threatened, mm. they're going to take their tops off and make their pecs dance. Mm. Do, 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 do,
Listeners, do you remember Man O' Man on ITV? It was a game show back in the 90s. Man O' Man. Men competed to be the manliest man and the final um, tournament was to flex your pecs on television or risk to be pushed into a pool of water. (laughs) I'll do a poll. Do you remember Man O' Man? Do you remember Man (laughs) O' Man? So yeah, they decide to visit Agrid, don't they? Yeah, they creep down at the night. He, they go into his shack. He's pissed. Oh, he's, he's absolutely hammered. On a school night. He's obviously upset about what's happened and decided to drown his sorrows. Can our teachers allowed to be alcoholics? I think it's. I think there are probably slightly different rules because it's a boarding school. I don't think a teacher can be expected to stay sober in the evenings. But within reason, if you come in oh, stinking, yeah. come in stinking a booze, yes, that's not appropriate. Definitely not. But Hagrid is so pissed that he can't even focus on them. It says at one point he was squinting, trying to get them into focus. And if you think about the size of him, how much must he have to drink to get to that level of hammered? The straw that broke the camel's back for me is where he dunked. <laughs> His head and his hair yeah. into his water barrel. Yeah. yeah. Remind me to not have a cup of tea around Hagrid's. Yeah. Oh, Hagrid, there's... Um, oh, I can see it in the tea leaves. Oh, I used a bag for that one. That'll be nits. <laughs> <laughs> this tea tastes like shit. <laughs> It is shit, kids. That's gonna be the sixth time we have directly referenced that film scene. How many? How many? How many girls who are a year older than her contemporaries are you gonna give this chapter out of five? I'm gonna. I love this chapter. Sorry, I just... I can't get a man who's double D's out of me. Come on. I love this chapter. Do you? I really do. I, I like all the classroom scenes. It's a bit nostalgic, isn't it? Imagine oh. learning all this stuff at Hogwarts. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? We have been spoiling... No, it's your go. No, go on. We've been spoiling this chapter. Three classroom scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not all the time do we get classroom scenes. Yeah. And on three different mm. topics as well. 100%. And it's also different. We've had the divination, which is a new environment, new teacher. I love Professor Trelawney. She's sassy. We didn't even mention that bit where Hermione... She- says, that doesn't look like the grim, and she turns around and goes, I can't really sense an aura with you. Yeah. <laughs> to mind it, I love that bit. Sorry, if you've got no personality, it doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't work with basic bitches. <laughs> She's so sassy and just funny. Um, I think it's great. I like the bit with Sir Cadogan. Uh, that was just a random bit that was fun. I like McGonagall also being a bit of a bitch towards Trelawney. And then the scene with Hagrid is lots of fun, a bit of peril about him being sacked, him being pissed. We get all three meals. And I said I was going to give it, and I'm going to give it five girls who are a year older than their contemporaries out of five. For me, started reading this chapter. Humour, yeah? Mm. Draco Malfoy, mm. it's all over the place. Harry didn't stand out for me. 
feeling sorry for himself. Ron, personality, lacking. Mm. Hermione shown. She did she did a thing what I loved, deflection. Yeah. Ron was asking her, you know, how are you gonna fit all these subjects in? You know? And she's like, Don't talk silly. And and she brushed him off. Mm. Perfect. Perfect way to get out of something. Yeah. Accuse someone of them being insane and then change the subject. Yes, it definitely works. <laughs> um Yeah. I think I agree with you. There's a lot of lovely moments. All the different classes, the different people, the personalities, Trelawney, McGonagall, drama, you know, gossip. I'm going to give this chapter four girls who are older than contemporaries out of five. Very, very good. Nine out of ten. I think that's got to be our highest scoring chapter so far. Now, are you ready for this week's segment? A popular segment, quiz. Quiz, 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 you know, Sir Cadogan. Mm. What did he call the three students, or Harry, whichever? He called them a name, two names. Uh, he called them braggarts mm-hmm. and uh, rogues. Called them a scurvy braggart. You're a scurvy, you're a braggart. <laughs> <laughs> you're a <laughs> cheap lousy. Um, what shape... Are you giving me that one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What shape uh, was in Harry's tea leaves? Oh, um... The Grim. Mm-hmm. There was a falcon uh, to say he had a mortal enemy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, there was something that uh, implied danger. I'll come, come back to me on that one. Okay. What did Hermione and Ron practice on? A chestnut. Correct. <laughs> Question five. Yeah. What did Draco Malfoy call the hippogriff? An ugly brute. Correct, sir. You've won the quiz. No, wait, what was the thing? I need to think of the thing. What? The shape. It was a falcon, the grim. Well, I just wrote the grim. Yay! <laughs> What's my prize? Your prize is a welcome back smile. Do you want it now? Yeah. Ah, oh, that is lovely. Come on, quiz, 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 we're not alluding to owl poo, we're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we refer to Edwig's droppings. What's in her beak this week? Well, we've had a couple of lovely five-star reviews. Have we? The first one is from Nori. And Nori says, I saw a video on TikTok telling me to come over here and give it a listen. And I did. And don't regret it. Mm. There we go. So, 
you know, if you don't regret doing something, that's a five-star review from Nori. Finding Nori. Lovely. Thank you very much, Nori. And we've had a lovely, a lovely five-star review from Georgie J96. And Georgie says, a weekly dose of Monday magic. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. I love this show and can't wait to see the Potter Vision boys live. We're on tour, by the way. Thank you for reminding us. I'm always giggling away to myself when I'm doing the weekly shop listening to this. This show is brilliant for Potter fans or even muggles new to the Potter world. Mm. Very, very lovely. And I'm sure, Georgie, you're not the only person that listens to the Potter Vision podcast in the supermarket. No. Mm. Who else? Me, I do it. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe people who work there. Yeah. Other shoppers. What, what? Who might be the other shoppers? A policeman. Policeman. Uh, baker. Paperboy. Paperboy. Uh, nurse. While we're on the end, nonce. <laughs> <laughs> I would say get it out early, but this is at the end of the episode, isn't it? So, Sister Alice, you thought you'd gone through a clean episode, but no, he said it right at the end. <laughs> We've had another lovely message on Twitter from Harry Mapston, who says, I've just started listening today and on episode six already. Mm. Excellent work, lads. So he's listened to about, probably about seven hours of content. Well, you've got a lot to catch up on, boy. Well, hopefully if you're still listening by the time you get to this one. Uh, hello. Hello, you're on day three of the podcast. You've listened to all 41 episodes. Cracking work. So, yeah, thank you very much, Harry Mapston. Now, we've had another message from Nath on Instagram, and he says, just binged all your episodes over the last four days. So he's done it in four days. Nice one, Nath. Absolutely hilarious. He says he's never seen or read any of the Harry Potter films or books until this year, but viewing them through your eyes is a pleasure. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, Nath, you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Nath. Hey, Nath. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, we've had an email from Jess Hamilton. Thank you for emailing us, Jess. She says, I love you guys. Have you ever wanted to have a thing with one of the teachers at Hogwarts? Ooh. Well, let me be the one to answer this. Okay. Uh, Because they're all decrepit, ugly, old wizards. (laughs) uh, Big fat no. Maybe the only one, Madame Trelawney from uh, Book Three film. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only attractive one. McGonagall, not interested. Yeah. Uh, Sprout. I don't think she's interested (laughs) in anything of the kind. (laughs) Hooch is very kind of strict, I think. No, but I I could see myself going on a date with Madame Trelawney. Yeah. Is it Madame or is it? Professor, isn't it? Professor Trelawney. She's got the qualification. Yeah, I was trying to think that. In terms of, like, the, the female teachers, us being straight men, uh, <laughs> like, there's there's not... Yeah, there's not anyone that takes my fancy. There's a few more handsome men, I think. You've got Lockhart, haven't what, you? What about the um, the wizard, uh, the, uh, the French teacher that comes over, that tall woman? Oh, no. I could see you hanging out with her. No, Are no. Are you kidding me? What's her? She's from Rising Damp, that woman. You love European women. <laughs> I've got a girlfriend who's one. And you're European. And I'm European, <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, no, d- uh, not really. Well, hands off Madame Trelawney. She's All taken. Right. I will take the rough and rugged Lupin. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll try with him for a bit. He's from Blackpool, you know. That's why I love him. Hey, Lupin, you're so fine. You're, you're so, so fine, you're my man. Hey, Lupin. Lupin. Oh, oh. Hey, Lupin. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> All right, thank you very much. Edwig's Drabbings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Please get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. Either give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or contact us, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Pottervision. We're going on tour and we've got two new dates. We're going to Peterborough and we're going to Birmingham. So. Dos nuevos fechas. Okay, so if you live in Central Midlands or the East Midlands, then we are closer to you now with those two dates. Peterborough. Peterborough, exactly. <laughs> Birmingham again as well. So all the dates and ticket links are on pottervision.com. Um, and there's also a Patreon where we have ten. Oh, are you thirsty, listeners, for more content? Oh, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision to access our podcast Double Vision, which is a bonus Harry Potter-themed uh, podcast that we do mm. that is oh so funny, oh so charming. And there are currently 10 episodes on Patreon, so you mm. could get 10 lovely bonus episodes. And there's also access to things like key rings, stickers, posters, and our 2019 live show recorded. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Next... Oh, sorry. Next week, it will be episode 42... 42. Chapter 7... Siete. Of Prisoner of Azkaban, The Boggarts in the Wardrobe. Okay. <laughs> You've been Tom Lorenzo. And you, uh, Lucas Kirkby with a beard. Yes, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.